Welcome to the Spirituality for Badass Babes podcast. This is a place where we could all overcome our darkness to become our own heroes and finally start living a life full of abundance and purpose. I'm your host, Anya Halama, and I am a spiritual business transformation and healing coach. And I am here to help you live a higher vibrational life so that you can be in alignment with your dream life and soul purpose. Before we get started, I have some very exciting news. I just launched my brand new book called Rebel's Guide to Spirituality. It's a book that goes into my deep, deep healings and thoughts on my spiritual journey. I've literally put my heart and soul into this book, and now I am ready to share my light with the rest of the world. You can purchase the book by going to rebelsguidetospirituality.com. Hello everyone, I have my beautiful friend Casey over here and she is a financial and life architect. Well, that is exciting. I've never heard of a life architect. So let's just start off by telling me all about that. What is that? So yeah, good question. Um, you know, because when you're a business owner, you can name yourself whatever the heck you want. Uh, Lifestyle <laughs> of CEO. Right. And um, when I describe what I do, a lot of people are like, so you're a coach. It's just so much more than that. So basically what I do is I help empower um, mainly entrepreneurs, but everyone really um, to design and build the life that they dream of through financial and mindset uh, education and tools so that they can actually live out the life they were created for and leave a legacy for generations to come. That is beautiful. I like how you coined the word, the word architect because you're designing and you're building like an architect. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. So tell me um, a little bit about how how you reshift your mind because there's so many people out there because you and I have talked about this off uh, off the camera and we were saying how nowadays like they do not teach finances in school I know I didn't learn how to do that I didn't learn how to do my taxes in school or how to manage my money how to save or all of this stuff how what kind of tools and techniques do you have for the average person listening right now that might not have that knowledge might not be able to know that that they should be saving X percent of their checks or other than like what they what some people have just like a simple 401k. So how would um, that, what kind of tips and tricks do you have for the average listener? Oh, definitely. Okay. So basically, yes, we really aren't taught finances in school unless you, you know, are in one of those five lucky states in the U.S. <laughs> that have a required like financial literacy class, but it doesn't really teach you much. And honestly, I went to school in one of those states. I don't remember learning anything. <laughs> so, what are those five states if you don't, if you remember um, off the top of your hand? Honestly, I don't remember off the top of my hand, uh, off the top of my head, except for Virginia, because that's the one that I went into, but you can Google it. It's, it's right there. Uh, but the other 45 states, they have sex ed. Okay, that's important too, sure. but <laughs> but it's, don't you think it's important for us to have both? And honestly, it's been proven that people who are more educated in finances have kids later in life anyway. So, yes. 
<laughs> they know how much a kid costs. Hey, let's wait a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so some simple tips, uh, tips and tricks are basically we do three things with our money. We save, which most people, you know, don't need any help there. That's, we are like from birth. Let's, oh, I went this, I went this, I went this, right? <laughs> um, so shiny objects <laughs> in real life. <laughs> exactly. Um, we save. So some people are really good at it. Some people are horrible at it, but on average, we need a lot of help. Uh, in the US, negative 1% on average is what we save. And that's with the wealthiest of the wealthiest and the poorest of the poorest, negative 1%. That is crazy. And then the third one is investing. So investing, most people don't know, even if they are investing, what their money is actually doing. So I help people in all those areas. And just to, to save, first of all, let's say, you earn this much money. Okay, some people tithe, which means a tenth, right? Don't you think you should at least be saving the same amount? And if you don't tithe or give to charity, at least 10%, right? Um, but then we also focus on a lot of things like uh, debt because we are really good at spending. <laughs> um, some of us get in a lot of debt over those, right? So there are, programs like uh, Dave Ramsey, a lot of people are familiar with that. And that's a good, uh, you know, good program, but it's a one size fits all program. And unfortunately, just like shoes, not everyone's finances are the same, right? Yes, that is for <laughs> so, sure. So yeah, so when it comes to debt, most people are only paying off their debt and they're like, I'll save later. However, it's like going to the gym when you think about it. If you're going to work on your arms, do you work out one arm at a time? <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to work out this arm and just forget about this one. This one's like all limb, right? No, you work them both out, right? So you want strong, you know, getting rid of your debt while you're saving. So like, let's say your savings down here and your debt's up here. Well, you pay a little debt off, you save a little bit, pay a little debt off, you save a little bit. Uh-oh, emergency came up little more debt, but now you still have money, right? Yes. And then you pay a little debt off, you save money. And then eventually it's like this. So you've saved more and you've paid off your debt. Ah, oh, that's a great tip. So do you have any, so debt is something that I see, I was in debt for a very long time and I, I'm not anymore, thank goodness, but I just had to reshift my mindset with doing that. Do you have any strategies that you teach your clients on how to save and how to get out of debt? Because that's something that, again, isn't taught in school. And I know so many people that are in debt and are still struggling, thinking like, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur tomorrow and I need to quit my job. But you have bills to pay. How are you going to do that? <laughs> So true, so true. Um, well, a couple, couple things are obviously budgeting. So not overspending is one way. But most of the things that we get in debt on, putting student loans aside, <laughs> are things that we think we need, but we don't really need. Like a brand new car when our car is only two years old, <laughs> right? Or a brand new phone, same situation, right? 
and these things are expensive and okay, maybe you can afford it, but really you can't, right? You're spending all your money there and not putting anything aside. So the best plan is actually before you spend anything, think about who is most important to pay. All right, if you had a line of creditors, you know, like your car, your electric, your rent, everybody like at your door in line and you have yourself, where do you put yourself? Do you put at, you at the front of the line or in the back of the line? Well, yeah, Who are you right. going to pay first? <laughs> yeah. Right? But most people do it the completely opposite way. I'm going to pay all my bills first. And then if I have anything left over, which most people don't, mm-hmm. then they'll pay themselves. They'll save something. So if you set an amount aside that you are going to save, even if it's only $25 a month, I mean, that's that what, adds like, up. not a lot. <laughs> well, it still does. Exactly. <laughs> that's, better. that's 25 more dollars than you had yesterday in your savings. Exactly. Account. And then it starts building up, especially if you're putting it in a place that has a little more interest than in the bank. <laughs> so Ooh, tell me more about that. Well, so, I mean, obviously now like the crypto world's blowing up and like investments are blowing up. So tell me about like how to go about finding places where do where they should put their money, not necessarily investing, but where they should put their money that they are going to get a little bit more of a better return on their in- investment or their banking situations. Of course. Yeah. Well, first Obviously, there's always bank accounts that do have higher interest rates. Like, even for myself, I've been banking at the same bank since I was like 10 or 12. (laughs) And over the years, I've seen how, like, I went from having like a couple thousand dollars in my bank and earning $20 a year on interest to having like 20,000 in my bank and earning like $2 a year in interest. I'm like, wait a minute, it's the same bank account. What happened? <laughs> so then some, there are a few out there that actually do pay more even when the average is like 0.01. Oh, 0.01. Oof. Oof. So I know a few years ago, uh, Amer- American Express savings actually have savings account, right? And it was doing 2%. Now those interest rates have lowered. There's nothing really that high out there anymore, but there are some that are higher than our regular bank accounts. And then there's there's other things that you actually need to speak with a financial professional about um, because there are just so many out there. <laughs> yes, but, I mean, yeah. finances in general are just so especially nowadays, like people need to pay a little bit more attention to how they spend their money and how they use their money. And if they're allowing their money to grow for them. So talk about a little bit about the investing side of it, because you came in saying that you're also help people with investments. And like I mentioned, like investments nowadays, people are getting more and more aware of it, especially with the rise of crypto. Like so many people are like, holy shiz, Bitcoin is at like 50K right now. I should have got in that 10 years ago. So now is the time you still can. I'm not saying crypto because that might not be your thing or stocks might not be your thing, but investments in general, like I have a ton of investments and they're working for me. My money, I'm not working for my money, it's working for me. So how can someone get started 
or know a little bit more information or how to go about more information of how to start investing. I am so, so, so excited to announce that the doors to Abundant Badass University are officially opened. Yay, I'm so excited to have this university open finally. This is for the beautiful, beautiful abundant badasses who are ready to up-level their business and finally step into their true power in their business and in their lives. It is for the coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to step into consistent 10, 20, and 30K months. This is going to work out for you. This is for the person who's done all of the courses, who's done all of the freebies, who has done the long sale pages, the challenges, and nothing has been working. This is for the person who's finally ready to step into their light, finally up-level the world and create a business that lights your soul freaking on fire. This is for coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to up-level themselves and their business. This is a 12-month spiritual business incubator. This is not a membership. This is not a course. This is not a a membership or any um, actual... coaching container. This is an incubator. It's designed for all of the implementation, the hand-holding, the accountability, and to give you all of the support that you need to create your business and to get you to multiple six figures and beyond. This is open for a limited time, and it's for the people who are really looking to get to that next level in your business. I know you've probably been working so damn hard trying to get people to sign up for your programs, and it's getting you absolutely nowhere. You're probably living in some financial fear. You don't know if you're good enough. You have some doubts creeping in, but don't worry. This is where this spiritual business incubator comes completely and utterly in in alignment for you. If this is something that you've been looking for and you're looking to finally get your business off the ground, finally start living the life that you've always been meant for and start living the life that you've always deserved, please join us. I'm so excited to have these beautiful, beautiful souls inside of this incubator. You could join us at anyahalama.com forward slash abu dash apply. There is an application process. I will be reaching out to you personally, either myself or my teammate, Christina, and we will get you aligned, get on a call with you to make sure that it is the right incubator for you because I am having so many applications, so many people talking to me. I want to make sure that this is in the right alignment for everyone. There is so much that goes into this incubator, including a step-by-step business tutorials. There's a whole bunch of live classes that you get your spiritual routines, your practices. There's a membership area. You get templates, swipes, scripts included. There's a one-on-one component included. There's a weekly hot seat, a weekly um, mastermind, as well as a weekly uh, business energetics call, a weekly sales call, weekly guest speakers. And you do have me one-on-one monthly every single time. We have different topics every single week. It is absolutely stunning, and I cannot wait to have you in there. Again, join us. To join us, go to anyahalama.com forward slash ABU dash apply. The link will be in the show notes as well. And I will see you inside Abundant Badass University.
Of course, yes. Um, so there's really three factors in building wealth. Um, the first one is something called compounding interest or the rule of 72. Einstein called it the eighth wonder of the world. Ooh. So basically it's finding out what interest rate you're going to be getting, right? Um, finding an account that's really going to pay you more than what you get in the bank. Um, second one is risk. Uh, there are two types of risk most people are familiar with, but there's really three types of um, accounts when it comes to investing. You've got your um, fixed, which most people know is like CDs or something. Um, then there's the variable, which basically the stock market. And then there's a third one called index. So that's kind of a combination, but without loss. And the third one is taxes because you know, there's only two consistents in life, death and tax, right? <laughs> we cannot get away with not paying taxes, but we can learn how to pay our fair share and no more. And that's really what the wealthy know how to do. Uh, because you may have heard like a few years ago, uh, I forget exactly who it was. Someone was running for vice president or president and, um, he was making a couple million dollars and paying 14% in taxes where I think his assistant was making a hundred thousand and paying 30% in taxes. <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute, that's not fair. It's like, they just know the right tax people in the right place to put their, their money to invest. Yeah. Right. So it is what it is. You just, it's always been there. We just need to know where to look. It's, it's available to all of us. So there's um, basically, there are three types of um, accounts having to do with taxes. There are the taxable. That's basically our savings, our checking, um, stocks, bonds, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, all of that stuff that's constantly being taxed. Yes, people think like Bitcoin, uh, cryptocurrency, some people think that it's not tax, but hey, if you want to actually have access to it, you're going to pay taxes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, and then like your 401k, your IRAs, that long-term stuff, that's the tax deferred. So you're not paying taxes now, but you're going to pay taxes later. And in general, are taxes going down or up? Mm -hmm. Right? We that's don't know right. what they're going to be in the future, but most people think up. And then there's the third category, exactly up, up. There's a third <laughs> category called tax exempt. And there's really only two places to save their long-term, which make money. Um, something called a Roth IRA, most people have heard of. And another place called PP, PPLI. Um, so if you've ever heard of Tony Robbins, yeah. 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 The big tall guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he actually wrote a book on it. Yeah. You know, yes. exercises, right? <laughs> uh, he wrote a book on it called Money Master of the Game. He interviewed a lot of wealthy people and he asked them where they put their money because you never hear wealthy people talking about 401ks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he coined it as uh, private placement life insurance. And even if you look at the banks, the the thing that they invest most in, even more above real estate, is bank-owned life insurance. Huh. So 
There's the three categories and it just depends on people's risk tolerance. You know, if they have a lot of time or a lot of money, go variable. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a lot of time or you don't want to lose a lot of money, go fixed. But then there's the middle ground, which has the best of both, best worlds. Of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> so a tax season is going up. You mentioned a little bit about that. Uh, do you have any tips for anyone trying to be smarter with their taxes? I'm not saying go out there and scam your taxes. <laughs> you still have to pay our taxes. <laughs> any tips to be smarter with the way that we do our taxes? Well, obviously keep your receipts. <laughs> it's very important, um, especially as a business owner. Uh, basically, when it comes to paying taxes, business owners pay less. That's just ah. how it is. Um, if you're an employee, you get your check after the tax has already been paid, right? So you get whatever is left over. In business, you get to spend your money after you've earned it and then whatever's left over you know on business business expenses obviously whatever's left over then you pay taxes on that so employees actually pay pay the most amount of taxes I didn't know that actually. That's a fun tip. Most of our audience is business owners and entrepreneurs anyway. So that's, that's a good tip right there. So yeah, I'm not a tax specialist, but just from uh, my own experience and the things that I've learned through um, the classes that my company helps, you know, teach other people. Yeah. Yeah. We have a huge one on taxes. Tax. Good. <laughs> Someone needs to do it. They don't do it in school. Exactly. So what other tips do you have on cutting down debt? I know you mentioned budgeting already. We talked a little bit about that. One of my favorite tips is when I work with clients that are in debt is just cutting up their credit cards. Like don't use your credit card anymore or cutting down on subscriptions. Like how many, who has a Netflix subscription that they don't watch? Like Come on, exactly. cut that out. You don't need that $20 a month subscription. Do you have any other tips for anyone? So yeah, well, yeah, like you said, multiple subscriptions to basically the same thing. Like <laughs> some people have Hulu and Netflix and Disney I and do. oh my gosh, just pick one, you know, just yes. pick one. Or, or you know, go in, get, go in on it with someone else. Split that cost. Yes. I'm, it may be inexpensive, but hey, you're still saving money. Um, yeah, those $20 a month add up. <laughs> they do. They really do. It's like Starbucks, you know, <laughs> $25 a month that you save is like one Starbucks a week. Yeah. That you drink less, make your coffee at home. <laughs> <laughs> By the Starbucks roast. <laughs> right? Hey, great idea. Um, honestly, when it comes to credit cards, Make sure it's a credit card, the, the, um, the balance or, or the amount that you have available to you is not more than you can actually afford to pay off in a month. Mm, that's a great that's one tip. tip. Um, a second one is um, make three payments per month. It doesn't have to be full payments. It could be whatever the minimum uh, your credit card will accept. Like my American Express takes $1 payments. Wow. <laughs> so I make two $1 payments plus the balance of my credit card every month. Uh, so basically that's every 10 days. 
And that's, that's also to help build your credit score too. If, you know, if credit scores are only important if you're looking to buy a house or a car or anything like that, <laughs> just to let you know, people are so scared about credit scores, yes. but unless, unless you're really planning on doing a big item like that, don't worry about it. We can help you do that too. <laughs> so yeah, just make three payments a month, um, whatever your minimum is, $1, some of it's five, and then pay the whole thing off every month. Um, they actually like that. That's why the interest rates are so high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the rule of 72 is about making money, but it's also about debt. So basically it states that whatever interest rate it is, if you divide that into 72, if you're making money, that's how long it's going to take your money to double. If you're paying money, that's how much is, how long it's going to take your money, your debt to double. <laughs> Good. That could be a long time. <laughs> so if you have a 24% uh, interest rate into 72, Oof. that's less than three years for whatever's on your credit card to double oh if you're not goodness. paying it correctly. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Goodness. I never even like thought about that like I've never even heard of the rule of 72 that's insane how quickly it could double or triple or raise away higher than it should be goodness goodness yes well uh, that was wonderful thank you for all of those do you have any last minute tips and tricks for anyone any mindset hacks that they might need in order to build and design their ideal lifestyle when it comes to finances yes 100 um Basically, what you think about is what you bring about. So if you're always focusing on your debt, that's what you're going to be getting. Yes. If you're thinking about abundance and you know happiness and joy, whatever the positive thing that you want in your life, focus on that instead of the negative thing that you might be living through. Because whatever you are focusing on is what you're, you are definitely going to bring into fruition. That's beautiful. So it doesn't matter if it's having to do with money, relationships, fitness, whatever, you know, you might be 200 pounds overweight, but if you focus on that, you're going to continue to be, but if you focus on, oh, I'm going to fit into that size, whatever. Oh yeah. And you just keep focusing on it. Eventually, you know, you're working it off the way you want to work it off, just like debt. <laughs> I and love working it. it off. Working, <laughs> working it, off. it off. That gym uh, metaphor again. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I'm into fitness too. So, but also, you know, building it up, you know, yeah. you, you might be in a spot where you don't have a lot of money and you want some, well, Hey, you know what, by the end of this year, I'm going to make an extra $20,000 or whatever the heck you want. Even if it's this month, make an extra $200 somehow just keep focusing on it. It may not come the exact time you want it, but if you just keep focusing on it, it'll come when it's, it's supposed to. That's you know, whether that be God, the universe, the source, whatever you, whatever you subscribe to, <laughs> just focus on that. Yes. So I teach law of attraction as well. And that's definitely resonates. And I'm sure it resonates with my audience as well. Just need to keep focusing on the positive, tune into that channel and allow the <laughs> beauty to come out. Thank you so much, Casey. That was beautiful, wonderful, and educated. I feel educated about finances already. Finally, who needs school? <laughs> just listen to this.
<laughs> where can people find you? Where can they tune into you? Where can they know more about how, their financial wealth and how to grow their wealth and how can they reach you? Oh, definitely. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Casey's Odyssey. Uh, so C-A-S-E-Y-S-D, sorry, O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y. You can find me on Facebook. Um, there's actually several of me on Facebook, but <laughs> well, there will be a um, link at, in the bottom of here anyway. So. Okay, perfect. perfect. Any, anyone want to connect, call me, uh, message me on either of those. I am happy to chat, uh, educate, friend, whatever. <laughs> Thank you so much, Casey. That was beautiful. And I feel financially wealthy already. <laughs> Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Spirituality for Badass Babes podcast. I would greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart if you could support this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. It would mean the world to me and it'll help spread the message of light and love that we are all here to share. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to invite you into our Facebook community at Spirituality for Badass Babes, where we share more daily tips, tricks on spirituality, manifesting, entrepreneurship, and coming together as a collective sisterhood to raise the frequency and heal together.